Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. All views expressed by speakers on The Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on The Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. BeamPod is presented by DowMaker, the top crypto launchpad in the industry. DowMaker allows people to participate in top crypto projects before they launch and generate some of the best returns you can find anywhere. They also provide growth solutions for crypto projects that are looking for funding and assistance with marketing. With their revolutionary new public strongholder offerings, everyone can get early access to top crypto projects regardless of their net worth. DowMaker is rapidly disrupting the venture capital industry. If you're interested, head over to dowmaker.com to learn more. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be talking about crypto conspiracies. And we might have just figured out who Satoshi Nakamoto is. Yeah, I mean, look, it's possible. We've got some good theories behind us. So this is, if you're in crypto, I think this is something you need to know. Yeah, I mean, we're doing some digging. We went down, you know, some very dark rabbit holes. (laughs) I'm afraid... (laughs) I don't know what's tracking my computer now, and some of these conspiracy websites are crazy. For sure. So I'm not sure if you've ever looked into them before this podcast, or anybody who's listening. If you guys have any crazy conspiracy theories on crypto, leave maybe leave your theory yeah. down in the comments. Leave your theories in the comments. But I mean, I'm, I've always been interested to know, and I think it's fair to say that anyone who's in crypto or Bitcoin, the origin behind Bitcoin, right. you know, the origin behind the industry, it's very mysterious. You know, no one really thinks they know who or a group, you know, who started Bitcoin, who is this mysterious Natoshi Nakamoto. So that's what I say. I didn't say Satoshi. I think so. Oh, what would you, would you say? Natoshi? Satoshi. Okay. Satoshi Nakamoto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, who is he? Is he, he or she or a group? Right. I think other, some of the other interesting conspiracy theories I want to discuss are government involvement in crypto, mm. in Bitcoin, in blockchain. What's going on behind the scenes? Um, I think there's. Some of these conspiracy theories have some validity, so I think it's important. If you're into crypto, you got to listen to this. Yeah, I mean, I would really love to know who this guy is or girl or whatever. I mean, I think everybody always envisions it's this Asian dude with a little goatee or something like that. And who knows? Maybe it actually is. The reason that everyone envisions that is because um, that was one of the people that they thought was one of the original founders and a, a big worldwide news publication found a picture of him and publicized it and it you know it was definitely proven to be wrong but that picture is now ingrained on everyone's mind it's right. it's that guy and if, if it's not him it's someone who looks like him right so everyone just thinks of that yeah, yeah, that yeah. one picture they picked and it, it's it's like santa claus yeah i mean santa claus is real and that's for another podcast <laughs> so i i've also santa heard coin? <laughs> i don't know how that ended up yeah um yeah like i don't know there's so many different theories out there one of the ones that I came across was that Bitcoin is a conspiracy by the electrical companies. <laughs> Sorry, darn, not to laugh. Yeah, hit me up, hit me up. Especially the U.S. companies, right? So, you know, you need to do mining, the hash rates. You, somehow you need to get the Bitcoin going around, you know, in circulation. So this is to keep power rates high and potentially support unclean energy sources. <laughs> That's a wacky one. So due to our... So they're purposely trying to drive artificial demand for electricity 
Damn. Well, they right? came up with quite the piece of technology to drive yeah. artificial electricity. <laughs> the <laughs> more the more power in demand, you know, the, the more power generation, and then it drives the prices up. So that's a great one. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's your first one. Yeah, that was yeah. the first one. <laughs> Love it. Well, I feel uh, like if you're, you know, when you look back to the origin of Bitcoin, it all goes back to. So, what do we know? We know that this this person. Satoshi Nakamoto made a bunch of forum posts and blog posts about Bitcoin, like before it actually got launched, plotting out what they were going to do, how it was going to work, and then they mysteriously disappeared, mm. right? So it all goes back to like 2008, 2009, when Bitcoin was first launched. Um, there's a bunch of blog posts. So one of the um, theories that I've come across in the past, and I made a video about this on TikTok months ago, and um, people were loving it. Some guy on Twitter broke down, that the Chainlink founder... Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, 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 the Chainlink founder, Sergei Nazarov, could be the founder of Bitcoin. And, you know, I know obviously people are going to... Yeah, no, it's, there's no way it's him. But if you look at the evidence that piles up, so without boring everyone, yeah, basically what happened was Sergei Nazarov purchased the domain and registered his name for the domain smartcontract.com six days before the Bitcoin white paper was published. Coincidence? I, I, get, I think not. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. and and some of the crazier parts was a bunch of these IP addresses that this guy Sergey was leaving reviews for, you know, just nonchalantly for like hotels and food and whatever. Those IP addresses have been linked back to some of those blog posts and forums from two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Mm. That's the smoking gun, I think. Mm. Like, it's interesting. It's these things that you, you know, when you're a mastermind criminal, you know, you always make the stupidest mistakes, you know your IP address is the same as something you did. Very important. Right. Like, you know, you never think about I that know, in the time yeah, you're yeah. covering your track. You're never saying your name. You're wearing masks. You're doing all this amazing stuff with fingerprints. If you're a thief or whatever, but it's always, you know, you left a McDonald's wrapper with your, you know, pinprints on it. I don't think it's him because if he's so smart, he make the chain link price go up. <laughs> I mean, chain link is a great project. <laughs> it's an amazing right? project. And think about it. So Bitcoin, obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, Bitcoin is the foundation of the cryptocurrency industry. Chainlink is also a backbone of the industry. Every single project uses Chainlink. How convenient. It's a sleeping giant. We both know. I think we're both invested in it. We love Chainlink. Yeah. This guy's a genius. Mm. Um, so, you know, is is the founder of Chainlink the founder of Bitcoin? Maybe. Um, it's one of the most compelling cases that I came across personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I haven't come across. Some, that's <clears throat> it's always been in the back of my mind. I haven't come across something like that. That one but, actually has yeah, like I mean, facts or like, you know, like, some detective work. It's, yeah, there's not just a theory like, you know, the electrical company. That's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> I think like the electrical company from Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> one of the worst the spots. Utility yeah, the utility <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> what else do you have? Um, another one is it's a conspiracy by uh, the video card companies. So Like NVIDIA? Yeah, so it's just to inflate prices, right? Because by creating artificial demand for faster and faster GPUs, uh, GPU performance, which has already exceeded game graphical software requirements, then basically people are going to pay more for these these GPU right. cards. So it's all of your all of yours are just like conspiracies. Like these businesses want to uh, raise sales. Right. They want to make right? more money. Like just like um, when the Michelin tire company brought out the Michelin guidebook for yeah, restaurants. For restaurants, and the only reason they did that was because they people wanted people to use tires. Yeah. So they're like, damn. Electricity costs are going down. Customers aren't using it. What do, we need to invent some sort of backbone of the financial industry that uses more electricity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? Crazier things have happened. Exactly. And I'm not sure if, if people know about that. The Michelin, you know, the Michelin star, the Michelin, uh, you know, a Michelin restaurant is, it's a five-star restaurant. It's, it's what every chef, you know, 
aspires to be. And they put these restaurants in really far locations. The only re- and Michelin created this, right? So that people would have to drive to like check off the, the oh, I went to this five-star restaurant, this Michelin star restaurant, all the way in Timbuktu just to wear out the tires. That's fucking genius. Right? So if we were put it really put our tinfoil hats on, <laughs> it's not to say that this couldn't be a thing. We should have got tinfoil hats for today's episode. <laughs> we should have got them. I'm wearing tinfoil. Let me just right. grab some from the kitchen there. Um, another one that I feel like you've seen this one talked about all the time, and maybe it's very pertinent for today's times, is that Russia and Vladimir Putin are behind Bitcoin, mm. right? Because they want the downfall of the Western civilization. What better way? And I think China is kind of grouped in with this one as well. You know, if one of those world powers that's op, um, on the opposition of America and, you know, the Western allies, if they were to create something like Bitcoin, have it get so popular, you know, pay the right people, whatever it is to get it into mainstream, and then the financial system relies upon it. And then all of a sudden, one, they now have control over the financial system. And two, they now have the data. Think about the data oh, that's yeah. stored in the blockchain, right? So whoever, you know, runs that blockchain, if they've, you know, coded in a backdoor to the blockchain, which is possible that that happened and no one knows it, they now have access to everyone's blockchain data, mm. which is data is the new oil, right? For so, sure. And then we all, our bank accounts are attached to it once we get this regulation passed. Right. Um, so that has always been my number one. Like, personally, if I'm, you know, aside from all these other jokey conspiracy theories I've come up with, um, <clears throat> that's always been my number one. China and Russia have worked together, conspired, created this uh, blockchain technology sold it as you know an incredible invention have bitcoin then north america adopts it the western world adopts it as their native currency we do everything in our power to make it work and then the moment that we think we have we have it running pull the switch you know and then we're f- totally fucked it's possible it's possible yeah another one i came across was there was a court case last year uh, Craig Wright, did you see anything about that? He was in an Australian computer science who claimed that he is Satoshi. Um, and there was, so what happened was his his story, and he had a partner. Him and his partner created Bitcoin. Um, his partner then passed away. And his partner's family sued Craig Wright for not giving the, their family what was owed to them as you know the creators of Bitcoin. They claimed that he owed them $57 million in damages or whatever it was, you know, the, his share of the blockchain technology that they had created or something like that. Um, he won the case, which in his opinion proved that he was Satoshi because he says, I created it, I, but you proved that I don't owe this money to them, but it was also proven that I created it. But people in the industry kind of just call him a fraud and a fake. Of course, anybody who now comes out and says that there, it's kind of like, you know, the crazy guy in the streets saying that he's Jesus. Yep. Nobody will ever believe the guy. It's just going to be like, oh, that's just some crazy dude. It's almost like too far down now. It's like, how can you even prove it at this stage, right? Yeah. Like, There's a few people like early early industry adopters, people that were basically there from 2009. Um, a couple of them have come out and said that it was them. There was this Craig Wright guy. There was another guy. I can't remember his name. They were, you know, early in the foundation of developing blockchains and, you know, cryptography and all that kind of stuff. Um. What can be said is they were early adopters and hats kudos to them because if they were there from the beginning. I'm sure they've made amassed a, a lot of wealth just from being there from 2009 or 2010. But, you know, without any real claims, I feel like if you, if you really were the guy that the person that started Bitcoin, you'd have some solid proof. Yeah. Like, look at this. This shows that I did this. Yeah, picture. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Just you and the, yeah. the, the first Bitcoin on the exchange. <laughs> Inserting it. Yeah. 
There we go. At <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> you and me and Big Fun. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, so that was kind of the, the ones that I found. The Chainlink founder, yeah. Putin in China, Craig Wright, and those other early adopters. Those were kind of, those are, yeah. those are the big ones that comes across as who started Bitcoin. Mm. Um, I really, I, after hearing your <laughs> one, <laughs> the electric company, I feel like it's the electric company. I'm calling up my hydro company tomorrow and I'm saying spill the Bitcoins. Yeah, I got a few other crazy ones. Like I said, I went down yeah. some rabbit okay, holes. Okay, let's you know? hear this. That's why I'm concerned for my computer moving yeah. forward. Um, it's an, So Bitcoin was created by cyber criminals. Okay. Right? So we're getting every, a whole bunch of new people onto this new technology. We have all these wallets and half, half, you know, some people can't even operate their, I don't know, their fridge or their, their microwave, whatever, right? Now they have this, all their money stored onto this wallet and it's people are just, hacking them right i think last year there was uh it was like some insane it was like nine billion dollars or something some some super high number yeah. was stolen um there's also the the money laundering side of things i think there was yeah 8.6 billion dollars was laundered in 2021 so it could be used strictly for a laundering service of i don't know maybe the mafia created it i mean that kind the of cartels, stuff makes sense right? the criminal like, the criminal aspect of it because if you're a criminal and you know in the history, you know, they have cash, they launder their money through whatever, but now everything's going digital. So it's going to be a lot harder for them to rake in this cash and move it around. You want to send it from country A to country B. They need something that's untrackable, completely, you know, anonymous and fast and, you know, efficient. And that basically is a lot of the sides of crypto. So it kind of makes sense that the people, and you know what, things like, things like war and crime, this is where the real innovation happens in the world. Mm -hmm. A lot of these technologies that come from war and they come from, you know, people that want to do bad things with them. And then eventually the technology is created like in world war two or whatever, and good adoptions come come out of it. Right. So like this kind of thing could have been created with a, you know, a sinister intention. And weren't those some of the main, isn't that what it was first, a lot of people were using it for at the beginning? Yeah, it was the Silk Road. Yeah, to purchase drugs and whatnot. Purchase drugs, so you could purchase all sorts of illegal things. Um, Actually, great document about, great documentary about that guy. What's it called? Um, I can't remember. remember? On Netflix. There's a couple, like a couple of the first guys that built those marketplaces uh, where you could buy illegal things with Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, they're all put in jail. Right. But good document, good stories. Yeah, I need to check that one out. It helped with adoption. Yeah. <laughs> we we need more of these documentaries. Um uh, so another one is so the US intelligence um they can pretty much fund top secret projects right without really tracking tracking where the money's coming from. That was another one I found. Um the <clears throat> National Security Agency has back end access. So it's just uh something that's built into the code. Yep. And then, you know, once we all adopt this technology, we all have our wallets, the regulation goes through. They can now, you know, look at whatever they want. Right. You know, and people are already concerned about, oh, they can hear me through my phone. And well, now they could really get access. Yeah, for sure. I found some similar stuff to that. So listen to this. Sure. Um, and this is kind of going back to what you said about the intelligence agency and stuff and mm. also the back door. So Swiss encryption company, Crypto AG. Since World War II, this company has been su- successfully selling encryption devices to over 120 governments, making millions of dollars. It was then discovered the CIA secretly owns this company called Crypto AG, which has been operating since World War II. Mm. They were de- they were designing devices in such a way that the CIA could decipher secrets from the governments because so they're they're making these devices, they're sending them out to all the countries and all the military regimes around the world from Switzerland, which is neutral, right? So these governments are trusting it. 
this neutral company or neutral country, no reason to think there's anything bad. Then it's found out that the CIA actually runs this company and all those secrets are being funneled to the America. Right. So there, and this is cryptography, <clears throat> early, early stage cryptography. So a lot sense. of these people are saying, well, if the CIA has done this and it was a secret for 75 years, cryptography, well, why wouldn't the CIA do the same thing with Bitcoin and blockchain technology? Oh, it's this Satoshi Nakamoto 50 years from now, smoking gun. It's the CIA again. Right. Possible. And, now, and they're pulling, and that maybe that's why China banned crypto because they got wind they know. that that's what this actually is. And it's not the other way around where China and Russia are conspiracizing mm. against the US. They know. And that's maybe why now, you know, Putin came out and talked about, you know, he need, they need regulations over there. Potentially. Possible. I mean, think about it. So if, if let's run with this one for a little bit. I like it. So if the CIA started Bitcoin and crypto and they have, they have this backdoor access to the blockchain, once it gets regulated, now people's names are going to be starting tied to uh, wallet addresses, right? So yeah. when you sign up for Coinbase, you do, you put in your ID. Take so they a link, picture of yourself. Yeah, they link yeah. your wallet. So you have your Coinbase wallet, which then gets linked to your MetaMask for NFTs because Coinbase has an NFT thing. So now they know where your, your MetaMask ID and your Coinbase ID, which is then linked to all your wallets are now connected to your face, right? Yeah. They have all your blockchain. Every transaction you've ever done in the blockchain is now tracked to your face. Think about the data, the power of that data. They, they, they know everything you've ever done on the, on the blockchain. Mm. And, you know, right now we're only, you know, you're trading, you're buying NFTs. But, you know, over the years, everything is going to be done on the blockchain. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to have access to every single transaction you've ever done in your life on the blockchain with your face. <clears throat> so the big thing that will come with that, and my biggest fear is, you know, the moment you don't pay your taxes or the moment you, I don't know, don't get the vaccine, then all of a sudden they're, Say, okay, you don't want to do what you're supposed to be doing? Yank, withdraw, maybe suck all your, or block, they'll put a hold on your mm. account so you can't actually use it, right? Yeah. You can't go buy groceries anymore. You can't, so it provides a lot more control. For sure. And on that, on that note of control, what we're seeing with China doing right now is kind of feeding into the conspiracy theorists of what governments plan to do with blockchain technology and Bitcoin and everything. So China's creating their own digital digital currency, the digital yuan. Yeah. And what they're saying now is, I mean, we've seen what China does with company or companies that step out of line, like Jack Ma <coughs> disappeared, Alibaba, you know, you can't do that. If they're now, if everyone's using their digital yuan on their blockchain or whatever it is, they can just take your money. You know, it's, it's here, it's here. It's, you know, no, nothing's in cash anymore. So you don't have these cash at home. They don't like what you've done. You now have zero dollars. Yeah, and a company operating um, against the the China the Chinese regime gone. Yep. So it makes sense, right? Yeah, I would never say this on TikTok because TikTok <laughs> no, we, would we, ban me. <laughs> They'll send love people you, to your house. Yeah, right, because um, that's owned by China. Exactly. So. I love you, love you, China. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, the the government's involvement with blockchain. I think if you think about it, it's 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 a system that's being built to track techno track people which right. is what the government's all about. We see what China's doing. I think they have uh, facial recognition cameras. If you jaywalk, you know, you get docked, you get taxed a little more and all that kind of stuff. Like it's all happening. All the data, it's all going to be there on a the blockchain. Eventually the government's going to get hold of this. They're going to build their own yeah. and they're going to track everything and they know it. So when, um, what's his name? The president of the United States, Biden, when he starts talking about regulations, do you think... They already, ha they already know everything because it's already built into the CIA and the National Security Agency. And they're like, yeah, we're doing regulations. Just puts his feet up on his desk. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, already, we already know what's going on. Exactly. I mean, I mean, with governments, you never know. You always watch these 
you know, World War II documentaries. I love watching that shit because it's like yeah, it's the stuff they did back then and, you know, still oh. are doing now. It's all behind the scenes. It's all shady. And, like, I don't, they don't even trust them, man. Like, what, something like Japan purposely invaded themselves to say, <laughs> I think this is, it was, I can't remember, I was doing some research for another podcast. To raise electricity prices? <laughs> <laughs> they purposely invaded themselves to say that it was China so that they could go and invade China. Right. Right? So, you, you never know the little tricks that. Well, it's like the nine eleven. You know, it was the Americans did that so they could go attack Iraq, yeah, yeah, or Afghanistan, yeah. all that yeah. kind of stuff, right? So you never really know what the government's doing, but I feel with, with blockchain technology, um, yeah, right. yeah, it just it kind of makes sense. The governments love tracking the population. The blockchain tracks every transaction, so when it gets into their hands, they're going to use it for their for its full possibilities of tracking you. But why does it seem like they're so confused on the whole subject then? It's it's all a facade. Okay. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. What is this blockchain? <laughs> what is Mongoose coin? That's <laughs> yeah, the guy who that created the guy, it. You know, that like, that's the guy. <laughs> it's all a facade, man. Everything oh, you man. see in your everyday life, it's all, ab, ab, ads are all fake. You know, yeah. it's it's all fake. Everything's, everything's fake. We're um, going too deep. <laughs> but the moment that this happens, like any of this facial recognition, I'm walking across the street, my taxes go up or some any of this Ding. bullshit. It's like Black Mirror. Dude. I, I'm I'm out. Yeah. You'll never Where see Where do me. you go? Doll and blockchain. Oh, wait. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like running through the forest. Yeah. Just, it's like not really a forest. Metaverse. You know, I'm just, I'm trying to just set up camp somewhere. I don't know. But yeah, that's too, um, that's too, too much for me. Another, another thing that I was, I came at, uh, across in my quote unquote research. <laughs> <laughs> if you can call it that, um, was that governments, now that they know the power of Bitcoin and blockchain in the future, even though they're coming out and, you know, regulating it and banning it and blah, blah, blah. They're all secretly accumulating. These whale wallets and these Bitcoin whales, these mysterious high net worth crypto individuals, they're all, it's governments. Yeah. They I, are, they see Bitcoin and crypto as the most significant threat to the their financial stability they've seen in hundreds of years, right? So what are they going to do? They're going to come out publicly and say, we don't like it. We don't want the mining. We want our own, blah, blah, blah driving down the price and in the background, they're actually buying all of it mm. because one day they will be, they're all the whales and then they control it again. Again, yeah. You know, crypto was created so that the masses could have control and it's out of the whales, out of the government's hands. But what are they doing? They're going to buy it all and take control again. Yeah. And that's why the SEC keeps rejecting ETFs. Because they can buy more. Exactly. And buy more. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly possible. I could definitely see the Chinese government and Russian government scooping up as much Bitcoin as possible and the American government as well because you don't want your enemy to have power over the world like that. So you right. have to protect yourself. And like I said, on other podcasts, even though these companies and, and countries come out and say one thing, you know, they're doing something else. Mm. They're positioning themselves. You have to have a backup plan. If Bitcoin takes over, you don't want to be left without Bitcoin. Yeah. And they're if, accumulating. And if it doesn't, what's your backup? Mongoose coin. <laughs> one other, another one I heard was rogue, rogue AI, artificial intelligence. Okay. Created Bitcoin and we're feeding the network. We're feeding it. So Some matrix. Shit. The more we adopt, the the more it's like the the artificial intelligence is being being fed. Yeah, it's more matrixy. That's the matrix stuff yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. So like the Sentinels created it, yeah. like it came out of nothing. And then once we hop in the metaverse, which has a whole bunch of you know crypto and NFTs and all that, we can get unplugged. You know what that sounds like? A really good Will Smith movie. Like a great Will Smith movie where like they finally figure that out. It's like iRobot and yeah, he yeah. comes in. <laughs> he finds the the creator and he shoots it or something. <laughs> He's in a movie called AI, isn't he? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I, yeah. AI. Or iRobot. iRobot. Yeah, I feel okay. like he might have been in multiple of them. Yeah. But that sounds, this is going to be a great one. Yeah. <laughs> Copyright pending. I'm, I'm sending that script to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Starting your own series. That's a good one. Um, I mean, if you really think about it, a lot of these, you know, they're, they're jokes and, and they're half truths and whatever. But I think the one thing we can really agree on is that when you talk about government intervention and the future of blockchain and crypto and Bitcoin, it's, they're going to come together. You know, the government is regulating crypto. They're regulating Bitcoin. They're going to get control of a lot of it. And there's nothing we can really do about it, right? We can't control what the government is doing. They're always going to win. Yeah. Um, the best thing we can do is profit from it if it's going to eventually happen where they're tracking all of our transactions to our face, that's fine. Like that's, they can do it. They're going to do it. But it's, you know, if you profit from the rise of crypto right, along the yeah, way, yeah. then you can eventually remove yourself from that system eventually. Yeah. Make enough money, make enough money where you can run away to get off the blockchain. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like it's one of those things you can't control it. So you might as well join them and then beat them and then get out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's my plan. And then the electric company, <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be the best one. It's the electric company. Start the episode. I love off. How you started the episode with that one. That's too good. That's too good. Uh, bring a little fun to the crypto. Yeah, world, no, you know? Like, you know, we're always here talking about you know real issues, real stuff, projects. Yeah. But I think it's when you really you know you're passionate about something like this. It's fun to dive into the fun side of it. Um, have a little bit of fun. There are some crazy theories out there, and like as we said at the top, if you guys have your own crypto theories, your own Bitcoin theories that you think are true, comment it below. And uh, we want to get a kick out of it as well. And we want to, you know, you want to be informed. Yeah. No, I you love it. Gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, th I think it's been a good one, yeah. but um, I think that's a, that's a pretty good time to wrap up. Yeah. Well, make sure you guys all tune into the next one. Ooh, that one's going to be a fucking banger.